Good morning, Ray. Good morning, John. How are you today? I'm doing great, man. How are you? I'm fantastic, buddy. All right. It is uh, Friday. It is. It's February the 5th. Yeah. And the Super Bowl is this Sunday. I've heard that. And it's going to be the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I was just in Tampa Bay. Against the New England Patriots. Yep. No. Exactly. Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah. It's basically the New England Patriots against the Kansas City Chiefs, from what I understand. No, it's the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Okay, but they had, but they basically got Brady. They hired the entire New England nah, Patriots roster. Entire. Somebody asked me the other day. They said, uh, "Who do you think is going to win?" I think that was me. Well, a lot of people. <laughs> I guess you could have been one of them. But because everybody wants to know, John, who do you, John well, maybe Higgins it was think you. is going to win? And I said. That depends. Does right. Brady have? Well, yeah. Uh, you the question you asked was, does Brady have a tight end? <laughs> and then you replied, said, "Well, wait. After let me, let me actually read what you." That what was you like said twenty texts ago. You're never gonna find me. Uh, I will. I will. So I I asked, "Who do you think is gonna win the Super Bowl?" And you said, uh, uh, "Here we go. Scroll, scroll, does, scroll." Does uh, Does Brady have a tight end? And you immediately put. And don't make a joke about that question. <laughs> <laughs> and what did you reply? I replied, uh, does he ever? <laughs> <laughs> well, so you knew who I was talking about. I couldn't think of the guy's name. Crumb. But I knew he was huge and he was thick and he was a good receiver. And it goes all out. Right. But it's Gronkowski. Gronkowski. Yeah. And he does have him, right? He does. So yeah. there's the answer to your question. I mean, yeah. they're going to win. Tampa Bay wins. Yeah. Does they he have a wide receiver? They don't even need to play the game. Yeah. He's got a couple of them. Yeah. Are they any good? Yeah, Pro, they're, like, are they are they pros? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. They've yeah. actually made it to the NFL. Do they have uh, That's they, how good they are. Would I recognize their names? Like Randy Moss. Does he have Randy Moss? No. Does he have Terrell Owens? No. Does he have uh who's that guy from Georgia? Well, why don't you Google it? Because that's where we're gonna go. AJ here something. Who's that guy from Georgia that's you're really talking about guys from the 90s. I mean, no, uh, this guy's pretty recent. AJ or something. Uh, what was the guy from like uh, the, the Bengals? Uh, Ocho. Yeah. That guy's a goofball. Yeah. But he was a good receiver. Yeah, I guess so. Who was the one they never would kick to? Sort of with a D. Because uh, he would always run back kickoffs and punts. I don't know. From what team? Um, I don't remember. <laughs> Maybe like Dwayne or Dwight or something. Uh, Dwight Schrute? No. <laughs> Dwayne something, I think. I don't know. Dwayne The Rock Johnson? Anyway, they would never kick to him. And then like, it, I forget, but it was some, you know, I haven't watched the NFL in like six years, but six years ago when he was playing and uh, there were like 13 seconds left in the game and one team's up by like six points. And they kicked him. And the announcers say, I wonder if they'll kick, you know, a real kickoff. You know, I've only got 13 seconds. Well, they kick it straight to that guy. He runs it back for a touchdown, and they win the game. Wow. Yeah. And you have no idea what teams, how many years ago. No. But it was made the a real impact on would you. kick to, huh? It made a real impact on you. <laughs> <laughs> it did. I want to say maybe the Cowboys, maybe uh, Detroit. I don't Yeah. 
want to say they were blue they and were white. They were blue. <laughs> you were going by color now, I can tell. <laughs> by the teams you're throwing out there. <laughs> anyway. So, yes. I this wonder is, if that plays. This is Super Bowl week. They uh, We did not go by, but the NFL experience was open in Tampa while uh-huh. I was down there. Yeah. Uh, I didn't go see it, but, yeah, down there doing some work. Hell, I'll be down there Monday. I thought I was flying in Sunday, but I'm not flying in until Monday morning. Oh, so all the hubbub will be over. Hopefully, actually, maybe you'll run into some uh, celebrities in the airport, and then I can tell them like, if I ran into players. Yeah, I could be like, "Hi, you lost. You suck. <laughs> you suck. Try harder next year. <laughs> maybe don't go out partying so much with right. all your hoes, <laughs> all your boats and hoes." <laughs> But you wish you would have spent a couple more days in the gym, huh? So what are you going to say if you run into somebody from the winning team? Hopefully they won't hit me. Yeah. Can you imagine if an NFL player hit you? Jeez, that would hurt. (laughs) Uh, The winners. The winners. Well, it's going to be Tom Brady and Gronkowski. Say, "Uh aha, you won. (laughs) Good job. Yeah, I'll be like, hey, uh, thank you for all the money you made me. Yeah. <laughs> because uh, it's now legal to bet uh, in Tennessee. Yeah, I know since that. Since November. I, you, you know, an MGM account? Uh, if I hadn't known the fact that 50% of the billboards throughout the <laughs> yes. state of Tennessee are for, um, what is that, DraftKings or what, what's the. There's DraftKings, FanDuel, and FanDuel. MGM right. are all the big advertisers. Yeah. They've been all over. I've I watched Pluto TV and they've been all over that as well. Yeah, they're, they, have, uh, they have peppered the state with their advertisements. So if you didn't know, you know now. So what do you think will be the most controversial thing about the Super Bowl? There, uh, there's no Janet Jackson, right? Yeah, no. The, the lack of viewership. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, this season has been wrought with huh. underperforming. And you think with a captive audience right. sitting at home. Right. Well, NBA too. Really? I think the NBA was much worse. Wow. 65% uh, down from previous NBA final viewership to this year. If they would hire me to be their media consultant. You would be able to get that viewership beyond what it's ever been? Absolutely. You know what I'd say? What? Quit making political statements and just do your effing job. Yeah. Just play your game. Right. Right. Like Nobody cares what you have to say about anything. Right. They just want to see you shoot the basketball and throw a pass. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I have a hard time watching movies with very politically vocal yeah. actors in it because yeah I, I don't need to know your political beliefs i just want to watch you act right, <laughs> right. I, and i don't care which side you're on keep it to yourself you know i mean but don't become the spokesperson for your uh, political bent just and, and i've had friends on both sides of the aisles conservative and liberal that say you know i'm like hey are you gonna see this new movie or you know this new movie came out. Have you seen it? And I'm like, no, I don't like that actor. Yeah. I'm like, why? You know, they've got some great movies. And uh, they're like, no, I just don't like that person. Yeah. I think I've been that way before. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't always, oh, Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey. He's a terrible person. He's a horrible person. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, like Ben Affleck, I, I can't watch that guy. Really? I can't. I can't. See, I like, well, and, and I think. Ben and Matt movies, I, those are great. I think he's a horrible actor. 
Oh, really? Yeah. He is a horrible actor. Yeah, I think he ruined the uh, the Batman franchise. Really? Ruined I it. Was it did a good ruined job. it. Oh my God! No. You know who, who was a crazy Batman was Michael Keaton. Oh, I liked him. Like he does a uh, duplicity or whatever that movie is, where yeah. there's like seven of him. Or uh, and he does what was that other one like Mr. Mom or something? Yeah, my, one of his <laughs> first big movies. Then he turns into Batman. Come yeah. on, no, he and he did it well. He was also the uh, police chief in uh, the other guys with Will that. Ferrell and um, oh yeah, Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, yeah, and he would always quote Destiny Child songs. Really, but. Uh, he he swore he he didn't know who that was. They would say, "Are you quoting Destiny Child?" He'd be like, ah, "I don't even know who that is." And then he would do like two more, you know. Hey, speaking of which, don't don't go chasing waterfalls. That's TLC, man. <laughs> or maybe it was TLC that he was quoting. <clears throat> so, I don't know any of those gr- groups. So check this out. Uh, let me pull up YouTube here, and I oh, believe God. this is called. Uh, Something about truth. There we go. I just heard this the other night during trivia night. And it's, uh, let's see if you can hear it. Are you a big trivia buff? I love trivia. This is an ad. We'll have to cut this For who? Playoffs. It it was for uh, a betting. Oops. You like that? No, not at all. I, I'm not. I couldn't really even with the words up there. Couldn't figure out what they were saying. Uh, it's, I love. I heard that at trivia the other the other night, and I'm like, uh, that's a cool new song, right? Like that's that's kind of catchy. Well, it's a remake. Is it a remake? Yeah. Really? It's a spoof on a actual song. No, it's not. Yeah. That's a singer. That's a song. What? It's called, it's the singer's Lizzo. But so I Googled it thinking I'm all cool and hip now because I was at like a young person's hangout. <laughs> you were with the young people. Well, yeah. And they were doing 90s Disney movie trivia. Oh. I mean, I had no idea what any of the answers were, but all these young kids grew up on that crap. Yeah. So it was well, a having hip had crap. kids in the 90s. Yeah. I think. I did uh, have a kid in the 90s. I think I might have done well. Um. But then I Googled the song, and it came out like three years ago. I'm not hip at all. Yeah. <laughs> it's a three-year-old three, it, it's a three year old song. Anyway. Yeah. Lizzo. I think you'd like Lizzo, Ray. You need to go look up some Lizzo. I'm, I'm familiar with Lizzo's uh, whole compilations. You are? Yep. Body huh. of work. Lizzo's body of work. Okay. So, uh, controversy surrounding the Super Bowl. We didn't come up with any. No. We, I do think that we should have a bet on the Super Bowl, okay. but we should make it totally fair and unbiased, okay. and so therefore, I think we should bet on the coin flip. Will it be heads or tails? Oh. Well, or who will be the? Because it won't be true heads or tails. It'll be like the emblem for the Super Bowl, and on the other side, it'll be the stadium yeah. moniker. Don't they say, like, when they do it, they're like, this... American flag with the capital on it will be heads. Right. And this Yeah. Well, I don't think seashore. they quote it as, you know. Don't they say this will be heads? 
Maybe they do. Because they don't say call it, and the guy goes, I'll call the eagle with the flag on its side. <laughs> <laughs> he calls heads or tails. <laughs> uh, well, Fair enough. Okay, yeah, I guess you're right. Uh, I'll, I'll concede the point. I will. <laughs> I would like to choose the... Uh, the seashore with the eagle flag over it, the <laughs> yeah. cliffs with the palm tree. I'll call that sign. As it's in the air. What What was the one with the eagle? Was that? <laughs> no, wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Let's play this again. All right, so uh, I, I'll let you pick, and then I'll set the wager. No, oh, I don't like that. <laughs> I think we ought to bet. here. We both had a very good year. I know you know. I just got back from a casino in Nebraska. Yeah, where I did very well. Okay, and uh, you had, so that was your good year. Yeah, you had a great year. So I think we ought to put down like fifteen k on the coin flip. All right. So I'll let you pick. It reminds me is a, a pretty philanthropic doctor that I know. Oh right? yeah, and he has people come to him all the time asking him to donate to their cause. And he says, I would be more than happy to donate to your cause. And I have a cause as well. And I will donate as much as to your cause as you'll donate to my cause. How much are we donating? Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, Wah. yeah. And then, okay, well, just get back, to, so get back to me and let me know, right? I mean, they come to, a, you know, he's very, very well off. And he's uh, been known to be very philanthropic. But yeah, anybody comes to him and asks him for a donation, they say, sure. He says, sure, I'd be glad to. You donate to my cause, I'll donate to yours. How much are we donating? You tell me the number and I'll write the check. I love it. So uh, that's, that's so I guess aggressive. that's kind of uh, what we're doing here. 15K, you willing to, to in a true 50-50, right, odds right. scenario. But I know here. what side always wins. Do you know? Uh, tails never fails. Yeah. It's always tails. It's always tails. Okay. Why? Because heads is a little more heavy because it's... That's what I've heard in the past, like flipping coins, that it's never 50-50 because the head side has more mass to it. That's not Or true, the way it bounces or it, something. It truly is a 50-50. Well, we'll see. All right. So, <laughs> and, and seeing how it's not truly a head... And then yeah. whatever's on the quote-unquote tail side, it's, uh, you know, the eagle in front of the Capitol and the, you know, picture of the stadium with the <laughs> emblem. What is this? Uh, LV, right? Is the, what Super Bowl this is from the Roman numerals? Is it? Yeah. So what would that be? Uh, is it 50-something? 50, 55? Super Bowl 55? V, v is a 10. Oh. Yeah, V is 10. Probably so 60. 60. Yeah, probably 60. Because it started in the 60s, and this is 2020. Yeah. That's 60 years. All right. Okay. Yeah. So, all right. So, I'll go with tails. All right. I have heads. Wow. Here we go. Yeah. Game one. I can't wait. All right. Moving on. Do you have any current events? <laughs> oh, Ray. Oh, John. I'm so glad we did this so, podcast. Yeah, current events. Um, no, it's been an uh, interesting winter. Yeah. Like I said, I was, I was down in Tampa. Yeah. And, you know, I'm going, it's been pretty cold up here. We've gotten snow a couple of times, yeah. up on the mountain at least. And uh, I go down to Tampa thinking, all right, a couple of days in Florida. That sounds good. Yeah. 
I mean, there were probably 30 mile an hour wind gusts. And the temperature was in the 30s, felt like 20s what? because of the wind. Are you kidding me? No. I think it's supposed to be like 70 next to It was brutal. Oh, I didn't even really bring my jackets because I thought, well, what the heck am I gonna <laughs> going to bring Florida. jackets? I'm going to Florida. I had like three pair of shorts for, you know, after I'm done with work for the day. Yeah, no way. It's 74 there today. I know. Right after I leave. You should have waited. Yeah, well... The Let's, schedule uh, didn't uh, match up with the, the weather. 10-day forecast. Let's see here. I don't know. This is very confusing. We're Se- going to look. At Holy what crap. The... 78, 79. But rain, I think, right? They're going to have some rain? Oh, it's Florida. Don't they always have yeah, scattered showers? Yeah. You, you don't like the weather. Wait five minutes. Uh, so I've been watching a lot of Love Boat. I just have to throw that out there. Yeah. The like original of Love Boat. The original series. Yeah, it's from the 70s. A yeah. lot of these episodes are from the late 70s. Right. When I came into the studio, I think you were singing the theme from the Love I Boat. I love that song. Yeah, who doesn't? It's exciting and new. Yeah. I'm aboard. We're expecting you. Yeah. You said your favorite character was Isaac. Isaac. When he the, does the finger guns. Isaac Washington, when he yeah, turns to the camera with both hands and guns and <laughs> gives that cheesy smile. There's an hey. episode on right now with Billy Crystal in it. How about that? A young-looking Billy Crystal. Who else did I see on there? Uh, Donnie Osmond was on there the other day, and uh, Lonnie Anderson. You know what Donnie Osmond is known for? Uh, being the brother of Marie Osmond. Mm, wearing purple socks. What? Yeah. How do you know what color his socks are? Uh, you know, from the Donnie yeah. Marie show. You guys are close like that? From the Donnie I met Donnie Osmond. Yeah? Yeah. My sister-in-law, my brother's wife, yeah, uh, was Miss Alabama. Okay. She went to the Miss America pageant. She was top ten, Miss America pageant. Nice. Yeah, and um, she and she had, got to go out to dinner with Donnie Osmond. No, Donnie hosted the Miss America pageant the year she was in it. This is like nineteen eighty-seven. No, 82? it should have been in the nineties. Really? Yeah. He hosted, and we we had a chance to meet Donnie when we were there uh, rooting for her. Okay. In the state of Alabama. Where was it? It was in uh, Atlantic City, New New Jersey. Jersey? Yes. It was in Atlantic City, and yep, had a chance, got an opportunity to meet Donnie. I don't think I've ever been to Jersey. Seems like a real nice guy. Well, cool. I I don't think he was wearing purple socks. No? No. What was their favorite song? Their famous song? Uh, I'm a little bit country. He's, he's a little, she's a little bit rock and roll or something like that. <laughs> Didn't they have a show on? The Donnie Marie show. I just said that. John. <laughs> I don't listen. I just wait till it's my turn to talk. Right. Yes. Right. In All answer right. to your question, they had a variety show called yeah. the Donnie and Marie show. Yeah. I bet it didn't measure up to the Smothers Brothers, though. That was a great show. That was. That was that good stuff. Yo-Yo Man. Yeah. Had, uh, I don't know what other Where they pop they out of the little boxes. Little... You're thinking of Hee Haw. No, I'm not thinking of Hee Haw. Although that was a good show. <laughs> I am a fan of Hee Haw. When they would pop out of the bushes and just like, Hey, Earl, do you know what time it is when the pigs come home? <laughs> right? <laughs> or they, know, they, they, would, they would pop up out of the cornfield. Yeah. Yeah. What did I say? It would pop out of the bushes. <laughs> yeah. Well, bushes, cornfield, whatever. Yeah. Okay. I, I always liked uh, 
the the song about you know it'll go around spreading rumors you know i'm not one to repeat gossip so you better listen up the first time oh i never heard that <laughs> oh come on hey there's isaac all right all right so uh do we have a car related topic for today um a sales related topic okay all right it's close a, enough a uh article published November 19th of 2020 by Jay Mount, who's the CEO of Basics. It's a AI-based sales enablement for hypergrowth. Wow. So if anybody would know about sales, it would be... Hypergrowth. There's a new buzzword. Under right. Oh, no. No, hyper everything. But uh, it's a sales reality check, five things CEOs and VPs need to address immediately. All right. And so I assume if CEOs and VPs should address it, it may relate to others in the sales, sales managers. There we go. Uh, team leaders. Whatever. We do have a lot of CEOs that listen to this show, but we do. Uh, we don't want to limit our audience to no. only CEOs. No. I think it's just basically things that anyone, any organization can do to enhance their sales. Okay. So let's go. Hit me with number one, Ray. Well, the first quote he puts in bold at the top is, we need our salespeople to do more. He asks the question, have you found yourself saying this recently? If so, you may not like like what you're about to hear. The key to selling is actually all about getting your salespeople to do less. Okay. We have a couple Uh, of experts in that field. (laughs) I already don't like where this is going. Uh, So... We've worked with thousands of salespeople over, salespeople over the years, and never have they asked us for more stuff to do. They all want to know how to get better, faster, more effective, and primarily how to best hit their numbers. So uh, it says key one is do less to do more. Complexity kills sales. You like that? I do agree with that. Okay. Yeah. Keep it simple, stupid. Right. Right. And uh, and yes, I can see where if I've got 16 tasks to do mm-hmm. with every new prospect, some of those tasks are going to fall by the wayside. And therefore, my process is not going to be followed, which means it's broken. Right? So I can I can see that. I don't know if it's a matter of doing less. It's do less per combined activities into the fewest possible steps. Be more efficient. Amen. All right. I like that one. Yeah, the sales process can get convoluted sometimes. Yep. And not to mention, you know, and say you've been in a car dealership for 15, 20 years. Okay. You've had a lot of management changes, a lot of staffing changes, but... You know, one guy seven years ago may have said, "Hey, we got to get, uh, you know, what a, get an email address for every single customer," and uh, so we load all these email addresses in there, and then we never use them. Mm-hmm. But then the next guy comes along and he says, "Hey, make sure we're sending out birthday cards to all of our customers." So we start doing that. Now we've got like you know twelve things that we're doing right that are just kind of left over from the past, and nobody's really taking a look. At the information requirements or the process, right? You know that we do in a long time. Oh yeah. So people just say, "How are you doing it now?" Well, I want to add this to it, right? And they never take anything away from it, right? 
or I would say, you know, we we create we're using templates mm-hmm. in our emails that were created twelve years ago. <laughs> that were packaged with the software. Right. And, and we and we never edited them at all. And nor did we look at their effectiveness. I, I have been in dealerships where they're sending out a thank you thing or a thank you for your appointment or whatever. And it's got like the old manager's name from four years right, ago. Right. And I was the, just gonna say, I was on dealership websites this week yeah. looking and yeah, none of the people who were pictured on their website as you know, meet our staff. Yeah, are on their staff. You call and ask for them, right? Like, yeah, oh, he hasn't been here in a while. <laughs> so, uh, not to mention the phone extensions. I had uh, one dealership in particular where the extension there would be like three different emails that all had a different extension to call, and they all went weird places like the service department yeah. or or like a manager's desk. Yeah. You know, he's getting calls. You know, hey, I got your email. Or their voicemail was two people ago, and they never bothered to go change their voicemail. Or it's full. And, right, yeah. And you can't leave yeah. a message. Yeah. So, all right. So, we, we can we can get on board with... I just do, do less just to me rubs me the wrong way, but complexity kills sales. I love yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> I love that. Uh, so, key number two, get back to fundamentals and just start selling. I love that as yeah, well. I like that one too. Um, you know, I've talked to dealers who have, and this isn't exclusive to any one OEM, right? Any yeah. one brand of, of vehicle uh, who said, with all the stuff I'm required to do from the manufacturer, I, I ask, when am I supposed to sell a car? Right. right. Because I'm so busy tracking and implementing and, you know, changing that, I mean, we don't have time to sell cars anymore. So yeah, yeah. And we get a lot of uh, a lot of managers or people leadership roles. They it's almost like they forget what got them where they are. Yeah. Typically, what gets people promoted is good performance and good numbers. Yeah, and then they get to a level and they think, well. Let me be part of the think tank and, you know, start exploring all of these other things when they forget, all right, I need to get out on the floor and close some deals. Right. You know? Yeah. They they put in this mandatory 100% TO, yeah. right? Every customer's going to talk to a manager, and then there are no managers to talk to them. Or, well, I'm busy. I'm ordering vehicles. I'm right. looking at the auction. Uh, I've got to go back here on the back 40 and stock some vehicles. Yeah, around. listen, I'm more, I'm loading in three deals right now. I don't have time to talk to your customer. <laughs> right? So we've just undermined our own uh, requirement of, uh, of our process. Uh, so uh, key number three, moving right along. Well, on that oh. note, I'll say I heard a quote sometimes it's sales fixes a lot of wrongs oh yeah you know in selling a vehicle increasing your revenue fixes a lot of internal problems right i've heard it said there's no problem so great in a dealership that selling a car doesn't fix it <laughs> yeah or at least won't help right just no you know, problem so large that selling a car we got all these problems great go sell a car yeah <laughs> that'll fix it all right number uh, three number three let nothing fall through the cracks by having a complete process. Well, uh, his his word choice is yeah. S- sentence structure is a little to be wanting, but let nothing fall through the cracks by having a complete process. Okay. Yeah, I I mean I'm big process guy. Right. right? I think everything comes down to a process. 
either the you know process is wrong or the people are are not following the process. Yeah, um, I mean that, and it's kind of a little bit juxtaposed to his point one and two. Right. Is I thought be that more too. efficient and go sell something, but also look at your process. Right. Well, okay. Well, it's kind of juggling there. You're yeah, putting a lot of balls in the air. And, and the the complexity. So I think if you say you know let nothing fall through the cracks, but <laughs> yeah, yet, but also you know, be simple. But complexity kills sales. But <laughs> I, I don't think those are mutually exclusive. I think that, that they go kind of hand in glove. Yeah. Right. In that you know you have to make sure, and it's an active you know perpetual activity that your process is as streamlined as possible, that we're not doing those things that were, like you suggested earlier, implemented by, you know, six managers ago for one specific reason, and right. now they just, it doesn't apply. Um, so, uh, and then key number four, specialized roles for both people and systems. Right people, right thing, right time. I love this one, and I bet you do too. Yeah. You know, my, my initial thought on this is so many times we are quick to want to get rid of someone mm -hmm. because they're not performing in their job role right. well, when actually they have a lot of positive traits and they would be a great employee if we just change their role. Yeah. You know, move them into a role that more fits their ability and personality. Yeah. But yeah, I think it's finding, like we've said before, you know, square peg, square hole, round peg, round hole. Right. What well, are your thoughts? It, it reminds me of uh, Fran Milbauer used to say all the time, the key to a successful service BDC, and he was the service BDC guru, right. was calling the right people at the right time. With the uh, right message. Yeah, with right. the right message. Yeah. So, yeah, I've heard him say it hundreds of times, you know, right person, right time, right message. And uh, it, it does. It comes down to now specialized roles for both people and systems. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, it's something we've talked about here recently. I mean, some dealerships have, you know, 15 different systems, right, that, that, uh, that a process will go through. Right. And not everybody is proficient in every one of those systems. I think sometimes if you specialize systems too much, it can become the complexity that kills the sale. Right, or, or processes. But that I'm reminded, you know the movie Up in the Air with George Clooney? And no. uh, it's a great movie. It's yeah. about a guy traveling for work. Yeah. And kind of, it came out when you and I were traveling two cities a week. Okay. Uh so I really liked it, and my brother was traveling at the time, too, so we all kind of bonded over this movie, because it just kind of has the little idiosyncrasies of traveling. You know, you actually, you end up with like seven hotel room keys and don't remember which one you're supposed to be using, and right. and uh, you, you when you pick a lane to go through at the TSA, you look and you see who's in it, and you yeah. pick the fastest one, because you know who's going to be slow, and I got to but one of the uh, little scenes in that movie is they're on a plane, and he's got this young girl, uh, Anna Kendrick, I believe it is. Doesn't matter. Anna Kendrick, uh, who basically the, the plot of the movie is he flies in to do layoffs or terminations. So people that are laying off you know, thousands of people in their company, mm -hmm. he flies in, sets up an office, and just has people come in over and over again. All right, here's your exit packet. Here, you know, we love you. We don't want to take care of you. We're going to give you a severance package and yada, yada. Well, 
they're, the company's trying to save costs, so they're trying to go to webinars to do this. Right. Do this over video chat instead of in person. So Anna Kendrick is brought on. She's the webinar guru. And so she's sitting on a plane with a laptop out, filling out a flow chart of, you know, how all this works together. And he's like, what are you doing all that for? She said, I wanted to be able so you know, if you knew nothing about this business, you could look at the flow chart and say, I know what my next step is. Right. And, you know, go through this. And uh, you know, he goes off on her. He kind of gets ticked off. And he's like, there's no flow chart. You know, you can't flow chart everything. Some things. But, but I sympathized with her because that's how I approach problems and processes. Yeah. Because I want to dumb it down so much. Right. That... You know, any guy off the street could walk in and go, I know nothing about your business, but this flowchart answers follow. all of my questions. Yeah. <laughs> so when I wrote scripts, I haven't written any in a while, but when I do, I kind of follow that thing, you know. Here's a yes or no question. Right. If no, go here. If yes, go here. Yeah. So I appreciate his idea of having, a, you know, a specialized script, a specialized process for every scenario. Yeah. But it also... You can't do that 100% of no. the time. It no. comes down to hiring the right people for the right role and then training them and giving them enough individual uh, decision-making abilities right. to to you know get to grasp the big picture and yeah. to make decisions on their own. What I say all the time, uh, give them the why behind the what. Yes. Right? I, I think too much training is what to do. And it's not why we are doing it this way. Because I think if somebody understands the why behind it, they're going to be more successful because, yeah, they're going to be the one-offs, right? You know, I mean, I remember working with a team and there was a one-off and he said, well, gosh, you know, what about this one? Right? This doesn't right. work with your, your program. I said, I could train you for the next 10 years and not be able to cover every one-off. Right? right. So that's why if you understand what's behind the process, you can tailor that process in those unique scenarios. Of course, we're training to the 90%, yeah. not the 10%, but 10% is going to happen. Right. So understand why we do it the way we do for the 90%. And then hopefully you'll have enough knowledge to be able to handle the one off. Amen. I couldn't have said it better myself, Ray. Well, good. Then we'll move on. Uh, key number five. Make selling human again through personalized sales conversations. Make selling human again. Well, whoever made it not human. Yeah. <laughs> we, we need to uh, get away from that guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I think what he's saying is have a fact-finding feature benefit conversation. Yeah. You know, what are your pain points? What are you trying to accomplish? Yeah. What problem are you trying to solve? I mean, you know, you and but, I have consulted in landscaping as well, and I can kind of follow an, um, this principle from the automotive world to the landscaping world. Yeah, is IT, we're trying to work with IT. Yeah, we're trying to solve a problem. Yeah. Well, so here's one that that I like, but it gets it's where the difficulty lies is personalized sales conversations, right? I think I am generally speaking and not across the board, but generally speaking, I don't like templates. Yeah. 
right? I just think you, in order for it to be a template that you're going to use 100% of the time, it's so generic that it becomes ineffective. Okay. I, I think you can have a, a core templated message, but I think the, the beginning and the end need to be customized. They need to be personalized. And that gets difficult when you're trying to, you know, being so bullish on process like I am, mm-hmm. that's a very ambiguous aspect of a formalized process. Yeah, you almost want to put in there, uh, you know, say this in the greeting, say this to break the ice. Right. And then you want little brackets that say insert personal message yeah, right. here. Yeah, absolutely. No, that's exactly <laughs> what I'm looking for. Yeah, I mean, if I see the guy is, you know, uh, his email address is, you know, number one Vols fan yeah, right. at gmail.com. I'm going to say, yeah. you know, something about, you know, the, the Vols, even if it's, you know, hey, and, you know, we'll have to talk during the Vols Gators game next year, right. you know, something, you know. Uh, but, yeah, to be able to use, if you've had a conversation with them, reference the conversation. I hope, you know, your wife Jeannie and little Susie and Bobby are doing well. I mean, something that you become a person, you recognize them as a person, not just Dear client. Right, right. right. Prospect number 87. Right. Well, in the car business specifically, that trade walk around can be so valuable in that area. Oh, gosh. You know, is there a car seat in the back? Do they have bumper stickers? Right. Or, you know, pop the trunk uh, if it's not too forward. You yeah, know? right. Hey, let me see what, what you, you got, got in here. Yeah. <laughs> you know, hey, uh, you can... Open the glove compartment. <laughs> <laughs> let me look through these documents yeah. real quick. Smells like weed in here. Uh, If you're looking at the trade, you can pop the hood, look at a couple of things. All right, pop the trunk for me, would you? Yeah, the stickers on the back window. Do they have, you know, uh, uh, mommy and daddy stick figure and, you know, six little juniors stick figures and three dogs and a bird, right? Or do they have the, you know, the oval with the certain miles so they're a runner or they've got, you know, kayak rack on top. Absolutely. Go through their save points and GPS. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so see, where, let me see I where see, you've been. <laughs> I see that you uh, you live in a Wayfair community. Right. Wayfair community. Where did I come up with that? I God knows. Way something. Uh, yeah. Whatever. Way out there. Yeah. <laughs> You're All going right. way off topic with that. <laughs> I have been known to. Yes. So I I uh, I think we we agree with uh, who who wrote this again? Old J Mount, J Mount, J Mount. Is his name J A Y J or the initial? It's J A Y M O U N T. J Mount. What a horrible name to have in elementary school. <laughs> hey Mount. Yeah. Hey, come over here, Mount. Mount J. You know they did a last name, comma first name. He was Mount J. He was Mount J. So I wonder if there's anyone named Rushmore Mount. And so his next comment here is sales is not all about the numbers, but it is. (laughs) Great. Yeah. Who was this lady you were telling me about before the show where she would say like, don't walk your dog, dog your walk. Yeah, no, everything. She just constant posts. Uh, Let me see. You don't have to find her. Anyway, she had one today. What did it say? Is what brought it up. 
Oh. You said she takes everything, like a normal sentence, and then does the reverse. Right. Says, don't do it this way, do it this way. Yeah, here she is. Don't limit your challenges. Challenge your limits. Let me see if I can just find some. So J-Mount says, uh, don't get more sales. Sell more gets. Right. What's he say? Yeah, it's not all about the numbers, but it is. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Oh, man. Yes. Where do we find these topics? This is what our salespeople are being taught out there in the world today. Our CEOs and VPs. Well, at least it's one article. There are a lot of idiots out there in the world, Ray. Amen. I'm reminded of George Carlin that said, think of the average IQ, the average. Right. With 50% above and 50% below, the average IQ, and then think half the people are stupider than that. They're stupider. Stupider. You stupider. (laughs) I bet... I bet you 99% of the people that read that statement think they're in the uh, top 50%. Oh, I'm sure. It's like, yeah, that's my problem. Bunch of idiots in the world. Everybody's stupider than me. (laughs) Don't be a stupider. Right. So, John, are you going to the NADA this year? Uh, You know where they're hosting it? In New Jersey? Uh, Close. Where is it? In the cloud. NADA cloud version. It's a virtual NADA. It must be free. <laughs> you would think. But no. You were telling me they're charging the vendors. They're the charging same vendors amount. the same amount as they charge them if they have a booth in, in Vegas. And wherever they happen to be hosting it for that year. Yeah. So yeah, this year <clears throat> a virtual NADA. I wonder how well it will be attended. I, see, I would suggest not very well. We talked about this before the show. I think the same number of people are going to want to attend just because they're going to say, you can't bother me this week. I'm attending NADA. Right. Which either means that they're, you know, at work, but somewhere in an office watching a video chat, or, yeah. or they're just going to sit at home yeah. in their pajamas and do it, which I feel bad for the car business folks that, that uh, like... All of the working public right. in the world has learned a new art of working in your pajamas at your kitchen table. Right. Except for people like the car business and the restaurant business. Yeah, what's left of it. Yeah. Yeah. Or the grocery stores. Yeah. Yeah, they don't have that luxury. Hospitals. But, but we've gone to, and and I think it, it started even before COVID, so much. I, I remember running a dealership. And it seemed like at least half of the vendors that wanted to explain to me their product wanted me to go on this online webinar where the <sighs> salesperson would be on there can, walking me through some PowerPoint yeah. that they had. And, and, you know, most of, I think, the manufacturers are doing stuff virtually. So just one more virtual opportunity to learn to me I, I that's why i don't think it'll be as well attended because i think you know oh great no, they're tired I, of i'm gonna go sit in front of a computer for four days i wanted to go out and hang out with my car yeah. buddies yeah go out and have a drink and a steak right 
okay. and and actually you know be able to converse with the vendor and you know at their booth yeah uh, you know talk about my unique situation and let them tell me how their solution may apply uh yeah, I, I wonder, will it be like scheduled webinars or will people just be like, here's our channel and we're on there 24-7, you know, 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. There'll be somebody on our webinar talking. Yeah, well, it starts in three time. days, 20 hours, 39 minutes and seven seconds. Okay, you have a timer. You're very excited. About uh, I'm looking. Well, I, I'm not. I'm, I'm really not. <laughs> virtual Expo. About the Virtual Expo. Let's see here. Um uh, New pre-show expo access, uh, and they actually have hours for the expo. So <laughs> why when it's virtually? But maybe they be do a bunch of scheduled talks, like they do. You know, if you're in person, you know they have like three stages or something, and talks going on all the time. Yeah, it says make the most of your expo experience. Search and shop thousands of products and technologies from the industry's top companies. Take advantage of exhibitor show specials and enjoy significant cost savings. Customize your expo experience by setting appointments with preferred vendors before the show and connect live during the event. Uh, explore new first-time exhibitors' products and services. View okay. special product demos, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, well, I'm sure that's as exciting for our listeners as yeah, it is for you. I, just, I, I, I think it's going to be a massive failure, but I hope I'm wrong. Well, time will tell, Ray, but I know one thing for certain. Time is telling us the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going to win the Super Bowl. And we've come to the end of another Saturday morning sales meeting. Yes, another episode is in the books. Uh, hopefully we can get this edit edited and released right away. In a timely manner, yeah. We appreciate everyone listening. Yeah, thank you for listening, and we hope you'll listen again. Like to learn more about John and Ray, visit our website, SaturdayMorningSalesMeeting.com, where you can also listen to additional episodes or read articles we've written. Or email us directly, info at SaturdayMorningSalesMeeting.com. We'd love to hear show ideas, comments, feedback. What about dealers and sales managers, Ray? If you're a dealer or manager who would like more information on our sales training, BDC training, new hire training, or process evaluation and improvement, simply email us, info at SaturdayMorningSalesMeeting.com. And don't forget about the total dealership assessment, Ray. That's where we come in, evaluate the sales process, look at the lead flow. I mean, if you've got leads that you're not handling properly, we can help. And we can help both on the variable and fixed operation sides of the dealership. Right, and these are immediate action items that you can put in place tomorrow to sell more cars or write more ROs. Right, simply email us, info at SaturdayMorningSalesMeeting.com. That's info at SaturdayMorningSalesMeeting.com.